Hey, what's happening, boys and girls of the internet world? I am the ghost of Charles Grodin, and I am here straight oh. off. Wow. Straight off, fuck, man. My eighth no-hitter of the season, because I'm relentless. I'm legendary. I'm an icon. And you're listening to No One Is Listening Podcast. Actually, my name is Christopher, and I'm joined by two gentlemen today. Who am I joined by? I can't believe you're going to do Beethoven's dad so dirty like that, dude. Clifford's dad, damn it. Get it Clifford's right. Clifford's dad, damn it. Clifford's no, dad. Beethoven. Beethoven. The red dog or... <laughs> hey, hey, red dog. This is Dave. How you guys doing? Good. I'm enjoying some non-red dog. Uh, remember that shit, dude? <laughs> oh, that beer? Yeah. You know yeah, what? It was lo- like from the 90s. Yeah. <laughs> and the logo was supposedly uh, Batman eating out Catwoman. <laughs> Ew. What the hell? Hey, it was you the 90s. That story? Oh, man. <laughs> no. Hey, this is Derek. I'm, uh, you know, I'm also Charles Grodin, but but the annoyed one from So I Married an Axe Murderer. <laughs> the sweaty I, one? I totally forgot about it. I, I was trying to remember what movie he was in where he acted really annoyed, but he just had a cameo. Yeah. It was So I Married an Axe Murderer, and I was like, I should go back and watch that movie. And <laughs> it's good, man. My life again. It's not bad. Uh, Charles Grodin, I don't, you know, I have very few opinions on, but... Charles Grodin is the type of actor that reminds me of the grandfather from Problem Child. You know who I'm talking about, dude? He's like <laughs> yeah. the angry old man guy. Like, that's Charles Grodin to me. And I don't know that old man's yeah, name. Yeah, he was like typecasted as old grandpa who was yeah. like agitated at everything all the time. Yeah. Uh, I read this obituary. Uh, well, hang on. You know, I got to give it up for Grow Dog. Grow Dog with the, with the horn horn. Uh, R.I.P. Grow Dog. I read an obituary on him that uh, the statement was actor Charles Grodin, known for his everyman good looks, passed away today. I mean, that was his. That was the opening salvo in Grow Dog's obituary. Was his everyman good looks? Uh, That's an odd way to describe. Real odd. I, I want to be known for my, my everyman. Every I want to die and have that on my list. <laughs> Dave died in his everyday good looks. <laughs> Every man. I made the mistake because I uh, I was a fan of his from Beethoven because I was a young kid. You know, that cool thing. The Grodin fan club. He had a show on MSNBC that I tried to catch one time because I figured it was kind of like a comedy yeah. show. Nope, just straight ass political. I was oh, like, really? Oh, he's, yeah, he had a political show for like oh, ever. I, didn't know I, that. I think it was on MSNBC, yeah. No shit. Um, no comedy, just like Charles Grodin annoyed with the government. I wouldn't have it any other way. That sounds, that's sounds right. Beautiful. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> Maybe the government took him out, dude. I uh, it was the Clintons. The Clintons got him. Oh, sure, sure. That's what I. That's why I left Facebook. Uh, so I mean, really, honestly, how many no hitters have you guys thrown this past week? Because I'm I'm on three. So you know, absolutely none. Because those are for athletes, and I know you're not one. Have you seen? Have you seen my arm? It's all juice, baby. <laughs> yes. Old noodle arm over there. Yeah. <laughs> Come on now. Looks like a mosquito bite on a spaghetti stream. <laughs> oh, man. It is mosquito bite season. Are you guys sitting in the AC right now? Because uh, whew, it's hot in Ohio. It's crazy. It is. It's getting there. Well, it's pretty warm. Bad. It's unseasonably. It's like 89 on my drive home. I lo- hey, I smoked a stogie uh, outside today, but it is unseasonably warm in Ohio. And if you are unseasonably warm and hot while listening to this show, you can follow us at Noyle Podcast on Instagram, Twitter. And you can also hit the subscribe button if, you, uh, if you're a fan of Charles Grodin. Uh, we are too, clearly. Yeah. Uh, if you also hate the movie Clifford, uh, 
you can follow <laughs> us and subscribe and listen, and we're going to talk all the fun stuff. So uh, welcome to the No One Is Listening podcast. This is one of our final quarantine quality, or quarantine quality yeah. time shows. Yeah, I almost screwed up that uh alliteration yeah i have three days left of you know until i'm fully vaxxed according to the cdc until you become a full-blown avenger uh you are i'm yes, fully yes. vaxxed i have been licking a lot of doorknobs lately <laughs> <laughs> i got a knob you can lick oh yeah yeah show me your elbows first <laughs> Uh, well, I, I mean, listen, I'm, I'm happy you're going to join uh, Derek and I in the elite members of human society. Uh, and yes, I'm accounting well, for I mean, my 75%. Johnson Johnson. Well, no, I, I'm 75%, baby. That's better than I was before. So I will, uh, I'll take that. I'm not going to spread it to you if you're listening. You're not going to no. get it from this podcast. You might get some education. You might. You, we might tell you where yeah, to go. If get I bought you dinner, you'd spread it. Oh, spread it on thick. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean, listen, this is quarantine quality time was kind of our way to pass the time in the weirdest era of my life. And oh, yeah, it's been it's been fun. I know that when we, you know, we started the show, we did it all in the same room. And I look forward to doing that here in a couple of weeks. The transition. <laughs> well, yeah, because you guys got to eat chili yeah. dogs when you get together. Uh, and I want to foley that shit. Like, I want to put microphones in your cheeks, dude. And <laughs> ew. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to fork and knife it. I'm not even going to give you the pleasure. <laughs> no, you can't fork and knife it, man. Oh. Of course I can. I'm a small mouth bass. Oh I get fucking what if I make chili you, all over my face. What if I make you pigs in the blanket you can dip in the chili? <laughs> I, don't, I don't know, man. I look. I just want to I just don't. <laughs> yeah. I can't do that. I got a small mouth. If I end up doing that, it's going to be like a chili dog bukkake. <laughs> Ooh. Ooh. Now, that is something today. that we can plan on later. Yeah, the gears are turning now. Um, but this is, you know, it was a fun fun way to pass the time. And I know that at first we were a little hesitant doing this over the internet, but it's, uh, you know, number one, I think it's gone pretty damn well, all things oh, considered. Yeah, considered. Um, yeah, we didn't even lose an episode. <laughs> I can't wait to get in a room. Um, and I, you know what? I might, depending on the aroma, I might, I might partake in the chili dog challenge. Do that that, that uh, kind of takes away from the challenge. You know what? Make your own chili and have it with your own hot dog. Me and I yeah. should do that. I should bring like a gourmet. <laughs> yeah. Well, actually, I yeah. was planning on bringing multiple do dogs because so we could try all these dogs. I know where oh. to get the boar heads and the, the list. So you know, yeah. multi multi dog party. Dude, we need to get some get a like a local flavor too. Like somebody, somebody that makes oh, the yeah. hot dogs oh, yeah. local. I got and you. We'll do those ones as well. I got you. I got you. I have been peeking to find good dogs. You know, we went through that list a while back from one of our former sponsors, Business Insider, and Sons of bitches. It, I couldn't find. I haven't been able to find any of those premium dogs that were on that list. Um, there was one that was exclusively. I, I found the Boris head. That's the one I found, so I can get I the think... hold of that. I'd have to check with my dealers, <laughs> <laughs> Wiener dealers. <laughs> Uh, what was that one from New York, dude? I I'm trying to think of that one from New York that had the white and blue packaging. Oh, the one you were trying to order off of Amazon for like yeah, 60 bucks? that's the one I wanted to find. I, I haven't been able was to. Was it find Solange? It. Uh, Solange is. Uh, or no, that's Beyonce's that's sister. Beyonce's yeah. sister. <laughs> Solange. Uh, we we did find it. We we did find it. Yeah, yeah, we'll get to it. Schlongs. <laughs> 
So and I think either the next episode or a couple episodes, we're going to be uh, doing this now. We are going to get back to season two. So if you're listening and you've only listened to Quarantine Quality Time, if you go way, way back in your Pocket Cast catalog or whatever podcast app you're listening to, uh, you can see some of what we used to do with topics, the, the one expert, two assholes. So you can dive in, listen to some of those episodes, get reacquainted with that format because we're about to dive back in to the magic sack and i'm very excited about it yeah also i can't believe how well my train of thought has gone because i'm high as hell right now and um (laughs) (laughs) cheers Uh, (laughs) don't worry we haven't gone off the rails yet right (laughs) right dude (laughs) i uh yeah i don't know if i've taken a breath maybe that's why i uh just train take a breath you know it's all that chili dog talk It, it, I'm stoked, man. And it is grill season. I'm looking forward to grilling out this weekend. I already did. Uh, are, yeah. Did you? Ch- oh, yeah. You Dude. did. I, yeah. Uh, <laughs> it was it was delightful. It's really good. Um, I, I went the extra mile today and uh, kind of made some really quick burnt ends with it. Yeah. Oh, put in yes. some mashed potatoes, some corn. <laughs> I was yes. passed out after lunch at work. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> I uh I I'm very excited to let both of you know that uh there will be a smoker purchased for the Bettany house uh very oh, soon. Nice. Which one so, are you getting, buddy? You need to consult consult me, not Dave. <laughs> well, okay. I am a I'm an entry level smoker, so I'm not gonna go too hard. <laughs> oh, so you want the Traeger. <laughs> That's what you want to do. <laughs> I'll I'll send you a couple links of what I'm looking at, and uh, we'll get started. I mean, I can't wait to start smoking. And then when we get together, we'll just bring the meats and tell everybody listening about it. So I'm very excited <laughs> yeah, about that. And then this. wait 12 hours till they get done. That's okay. <laughs> yeah, whatever, dude. We'll do a 12 um, hour nonstop podcast <laughs> of just going off the rails. Yeah, I've. Uh, Let's call it Trainwreck 2021. So, uh, man, was I duped. Uh, last weekend, I was so excited to get some smoked ribs from this like Ooh, yeah. shack in Medina. Oh, that's right. uh, Medina is a suburb of Cleveland, Ohio. It's about an hour south, and it's a whole different county. Yeah, whole different county. And oh yeah, you know, there's different this world. roadside diner, and I was like, yeah, okay, uh, looks cool. It looks like Roadhouse, you know, and and something like this place has <laughs> probably got good smoked food. Uh, Pull in the lot. You know, they advertise their smoked food on their marquee. I said, yes, this is the spot. We get in, <laughs> order. We order pickle chips, a cheeseburger, smoked ribs. These motherfuckers had to have been smoked for at least an hour and a half. <laughs> Tops. Had a nice ring on it. Tops. It was so undersmoked. The rub, you know, you go to bite. I mean, number one, I had to use a fucking steak knife, Right. Like that should have been the first, you know, yo, listen, bro, <laughs> take him back. Uh, but I didn't. I was desperate. <laughs> yeah. And uh, yeah, you had to use a they, knife. They probably boiled them. Dude, it was so bad. And I was so offended. Uh, it was a terrible start to my summer of smoke, man. I'm, and then you guys sending your photos. I'm just, you know. Oh, yeah. I, I'm ready for some some fresh smoke. I got to redeem myself this weekend. So I'll update you on the next show. What's going on? Or just through text message that our listeners won't be able to see. It works for me. Well, you uh, went to Florida, as you heard in our later episodes, our last episodes, and you sent Derek and I some uh, a care package, if you will. Yes, yes. Of some some lovely meat rub. Yes. (laughs) For 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 the pork. Yeah. Um. 
So I used your rub. Awesome. <laughs> this just sounds weird. Um, <laughs> and I used, I, I, I used it. I used it on a, some baby back ribs. Um, you know what? It's worth it. It's a pretty good rub. Yeah. Okay. I mean, it's 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 hard to tell. You know, when you're mixing it with a barbecue sauce. Oh, sure. I feel like. Yeah, I feel like I just need to do like a pulled pork with it. And maybe try yeah, that out as a good probably. base. But yeah. it it passed the test with the ribs. Um, I put the dry rub on and I let it sit overnight. Oh I don't know yeah, if you yeah, guys yeah. Guys, do that with your ribs? Yes, I do. You just yeah, you wrap it in some yep. bran wrap and just put it in the fridge overnight. Just let it soak to the bone, yes, sir. Mm, it was good. So so everything was flavorful. It was a good rub. Great. I'll I'll I'll, I'll give you the pass on that. So uh, I want to thank you for yeah. that. And the ribs were awesome. I'm uh, I'm happy here. I want to give a horn horn to. Uh, the polite pig in orlando florida uh fantastic <laughs> horn dude i can't wait to go back that that shit's delicious uh i was telling dave about the rub um i do appreciate it but i have to basically make it for myself because jess hates the flavor of coffee oh so really I, I have to like i'm gonna have to get some ribs for myself oh okay. darn i'm gonna have to eat a whole <laughs> oh, no. rag of ribs by myself no yeah i guess i'm gonna have to come over and help you out Derek. yes you know? yes oh we can do the arm cross thing and you know <laughs> oh yeah with ribs yeah <laughs> <laughs> I'll, I'll like make an outline around your mouth <laughs> get that sauce circle going <laughs> uh, give me more sauce I'm just trying to figure out what sauce I can marry with it because since it's a coffee base, I'm like, right. uh, I'm trying, I'm trying, I'm doing some research. I want it. I want to go to full Monty with it. I don't want to, you know, I don't want to fuck it up. No, no, I, I would, you know, <laughs> to me, coffee sauce it would pair good with something like an A1, you know, something that's really rich, really thick, uh, and a little bit of pepper. I think the pepper would really set it off. You can't go, you can't go sweet and tangy with coffee. It's not going to make any sense. So I think you got to go dark. You got to go real dark with that <laughs> sauce. Real dark. I can't. You're going to go to the Snyder verse dark. Huh? <laughs> yeah. Oh. You have to kill its parents right before you. <laughs> Batman totally. make a barbecue. Totally. So I mean, I'm interested to see what you pair it with because I did have the coffee rub on some brisket uh at polite pig in orlando florida yeah i probably won't do that i i haven't made a brisket yet in my smoker and i don't think i'm gonna experiment with anything yet yeah 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 i mean it's uh but the tri-tip on the other hand i think i can do it that looked delicious oh it was um i'm gonna drop the temperature down a little bit because the recipe called for 225 and it was about a two hour smoke i think if i drop down the temperature to like probably the 190 Mm. i'll get a better smoke Mm. on it um, and that's kind of what I'm going for. Um, it was still really good. Um, the middle was a little rarer than I was expecting, mm. but which isn't uh, a bad thing. Yeah, the the recipe said to if you wanted to go to medium because I was making it for me and Jess, and she don't want it as bloody as I do. I was like, okay, I'll just you know I'll eat it at medium. I got it there, but the, <laughs> it looked buttery, it was still man. Red center. It looked yeah, it, it looked very delicious. buttery, which I like. I, and well, <laughs> speaking of coffee. I do want to give a shout out to uh, one of our listeners, a really good dude, Mike Harris, who loves coffee. And it just reminded me of that. Uh, Mike, what's up? (laughs) We're just shouting out all our friends now. No, no, hang on. Hang on. So Mike also, Mike runs a, uh, an Instagram uh, called fluorescent vomit. And today, this is also what remind me today. He posted blue Pepsi's back. Did you guys know this? I I didn't even know know blue Pepsi existed. What? Yes, of course. I knew like like crystal clear happened, but I didn't, I didn't know about no blue. I eat. What is blue Pepsi? Yeah, people have been posting it on a uh, on the Twitch. I couldn't believe so. that man. That was. Uh, I'm not going to drink it, 
but I'm fascinated <laughs> that it somehow made its way back on the market. Um, just do it, you coward. <laughs> yes. Well, you know what, <laughs> brother? <laughs> brother. <laughs> almost the Hogan. Brother. Almost Hogan, yeah. Um, I will... Uh, I'm not going to be a coward what, tomorrow. Are you going to call him an N-word? Is that what you mean by Hogan? No! No, uh, I'm not going to be a coward tomorrow because I just found out, thanks to you guys, that I have one more sandwich in my quest of trying all the American fast food chain spicy oh, chicken the sandwiches. The, the very elusive. It really is. Uh, you should have made a documentary about this. <laughs> I would have loved to Wait, have wait. Did you even go to Chick-fil-A? Yeah, I've had Chick-fil-A's. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, uh, I, dude... I'll, I'll I'll establish my real rankings, my power rankings, on our on our Instagram. <laughs> um, I did do a video commentary of what I thought was the final leg of my challenge, which was the McDonald's spicy chicken sandwich. Uh, fantastic location, beautiful day. I was primed to enjoy this sandwich, <laughs> and turns out. It was it was easily the worst, dude. It was the it turns worst. Turns out that McDonald's serves garbage. <laughs> it was all garbage. Now, what pisses oh me God. off? What pisses me off is that I haven't had McDonald's in fifteen-ish years. I mean, I've had a, a fry, you know, here and there. Oh yeah. But I'm talking like a, a Big Mac or chicken nuggets or whatever. It's been fifteen plus years. So this is my first uh, sandwich with them in that long and. It was like this. It, it honestly, dude, it looked like a veal parmesan uh, slab inside this thing. It was like. Are we talking about like the encore? Yeah, it was like an encore <laughs> veal parmesan. A uh, dinty more. A Dudley more. Um, Dudley more. <laughs> so, uh, it was. It was so thin. The bun was like comically small. It was yeah. like it was so small. I it was like it was almost like a Parker House roll from Thanksgiving that they put on this little uh, or this like f- thinly slapped piece of chicken <laughs> breast. I don't know what the fuck it was. It was postage stamps thin, and you know I'm, 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 I'm through it. It's just breading it, with a sliver was. of chicken. It's like oh, opaque. Yeah, I held it up to the sun and can see through it. It was uh, so you know I'm taking a couple bites and I'm waiting for the spice. And then it hit me. I was like, oh, there's no spice on this. Let me take a video of, you know, me eating the rest in case it does, in case it, in case it actually picks up. (laughs) And then I get to this, like this really pathetic bun. Eventually it took me three bites of this thin ass chicken to get to the bun. That bun has a family. (laughs) (laughs) And all the spice, all the spice was in this awful fucking mayo that was slathered on the bun. There was no spice in the chicken. And I, I, it was pathetic that they that they made their spice into a sauce and not uh, coating the entire chicken breast. It was really bad. I mean, it's it's really bad sandwich. So, if, and they call it a chicken crisp crisp sandwich, a spicy chicken uh, crisp. crisp sandwich. Crisp. It's better than what they used to call it in Virginia. They, uh, I was, <laughs> what <laughs> what I was they call it in Virginia? In, in, <laughs> 2009. Let me get, let me get my mindset there. Colonel Sanders over here. Right. Colonel Sanders. So, um, I was, uh, <laughs> I had to drive around people when I was in the Navy. Yeah. Mm. Um, because the, I was the oldest one. And so I was the only one that could get a rental. Um, this is while I was still stationed in California. They flew me out to Virginia for some training and, uh, they had the most offensive McDonald's commercial I have ever heard because oh, no. <laughs> it was, <laughs> Not it was like 
you know how you do like the stereotypical voice of somebody? Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. it was a very stereotypical uh, black person voice, oh. and it was just like, oh my god, this is this is pretty offensive here. Oh. Um, yeah, but the sandwich is really good. Um, you know, it'd be worse than that is as you're biting into the sandwich, the actual sandwich makes you forget how to voluntarily or involuntarily breathe, so you just think about that for the rest of the day. You're welcome, what? listeners. What the terrible wow. McDonald's sandwich? Oh my god! So here, here's the thing that I I don't get is is Burger King's sandwich was actually kind of respectable. Like they yes. actually gave a shot. Yes. McDonald's is just like just shit on a piece of bun and just said, "Here you go." Like we're That's McDonald's, fuck you. It's yeah. like they're the pinnacle. does rallies have one? Rallies does have uh, one. I did have it. Uh, okay. I did have the rallies spicy chicken and. The final competitor, Mr. Though, Hero. So speaking of rally, I'm not eating Mr. Hero. Um, <laughs> uh, <laughs> if you don't know Mr. Hero, you don't live in Cleveland, Ohio. Uh, this is this is interesting. I had no idea that this restaurant even still existed until you brought it up in the chat. I am going to be eating the Hardee's spicy chicken sandwich as of tomorrow, which I will post. For you West Coast listeners, that's Carl's Jr. Yes. Carl's Jr. out here. Yes, yeah. uh, so, and actually, the photo looks pretty damn good of that sandwich. So <laughs> it's not going to be even <laughs> no, close to the photo, sloppy. you know? That. No, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but I'm going to try that tomorrow. I'll post a video at Noyle Podcast on Instagram. I don't know if it makes it way it makes its way over to Twitter, but uh, if it does. <laughs> You can find it there. Uh, <laughs> but my last... Whoever the account manager is, can get a screenshot of it and post it on Twitter. <laughs> yeah, just screen cap it with, dot, with uh, subtitles. Yeah, I like that. Um, the last piece of food thing that I have that I want to talk about... I mean, I could keep talking, but the... Yeah. I went to a... Dude, Scout's <laughs> Honor. Tell, tell us. Scout's Yo, tell Honor. Us. I was Slatter, at a real... like the hot mayo... <laughs> I was at a real live farmer's market last weekend with humans, uh, and many of us were not wearing masks. I'm assuming, presuming, like me, they're vaccinated. But regardless, it was... I wouldn't. It was Medina. It was Medina, and you are right. The <laughs> chances are slim. Uh, but it was cool uh, to actually be at a farmer's market that was... It was beautiful out number one but to actually be around people to see what's out there and there were enough enough ven- uh, vendors that were really interesting we ended up getting a bunch of uh, very unique stuff but two of the things i want to talk about are infused honey and infused okay. maple syrup which mm. generally not a category i fuck with because i don't like artificial flavors i'm not into <laughs> artificial flavors so i don't like crossbreeding my honey <laughs> I will, but here's the thing. These are, you know, the stands at this farmer's market. The bees teeth. (laughs) These are these are real deal vendors that own farms. You know, the the guy selling honey has a has a beekeeping operation he's done for 30 years. The maple syrup company has uh, they own multiple properties in Ohio, and and the cool thing was I got to try, I got to taste test, and fucking the first time in COVID. that I've been able to taste test anything. That was awesome. But it was, uh, I ended up picking up a coffee infused maple syrup. And the way he did it was he took just his regular maple, stuck these coffee beans, just enough. He figured out whatever the the ratio is, lets the coffee beans sit in there for, you know, 20 days. And then you leave the coffee beans in when you pour the syrup, you just put a fork over the hole, dude, that shit. You, I mean, clearly now I learned that I can do it at home. 
but it was awesome. Uh, it was yeah. so fucking good. And then there's this vanilla honey. This dude had like 20 flavors of honey, which I didn't even know was a thing. And this vanilla honey, holy shit, dude. You can, I, I would love to do some vanilla honey glaze smoked wings is where I'm nice. getting at with this. That would just be a, such a mind fuck <laughs> of flavor. Um, that sounds super. I did use honey on the ribs, so yeah, yeah. I guess, oh yeah, it's I great to be... use that. Did you microwave the honey first to like loosen it up? No, I just mixed it with some like liquid smoke and mm. a little bit of uh, apple. Cider I was gonna vinegar. say if you want to loosen that shit up, if you put it in the microwave for like fifteen seconds, it's basically like you can yeah. mix everything into it uh, nice and easily. Yeah, it's just yeah. liquid, yeah, yeah, yeah. So basically, infused honey is just like when people used to take Jolly Ranchers and put it in a bottle of vodka for like a week. <laughs> Yeah, that's disgusting. Yeah, oh, did I kill you? Did I hit you with that? Yeah, because I know people that did that watermelon shit forever. <laughs> oh, yeah, and everyone did that shit. Yeah, that's so foul. Every time so somebody foul. mentions a farmer's market, I I, I want to like get my own vegetables and fruits. By and farmers? Stuff. No, I just I'm just too lazy to do it, but I'd like to grow my own stuff. But when I go there, I'd dress as an NPC from a video game and say, Sorry, would you like to buy my fruits and vegetables? But also, I have this uh, quest you can go on. <laughs> my daughter over here needs her husband. <laughs> he has gone into the hills over there, and he yes. uh, found werewolves. What you buying? <laughs> what you yes. buying? <laughs> uh, yeah, let's uh, do that. Let's do Noel that. The uh, Farmer's Market. Noel Farmer's Market. <laughs> <laughs> the only the only farmers market with, with the, the nuts, nuts. and <laughs> um I do have something I'm excited to share with Derek because Derek goes. Right, well, I'll see you guys later then. Yeah, Dave. I mean, you can just take <laughs> a fuck nap. off, Dave. Um, now you know you've talked about how you go back and rewatch a lot of the MCU films, and uh, you know I know that you said you were starting to do the Civil or the Captain America films recently. Oh, I did them um, all. I think. <laughs> Yeah, so we went back in the Bettany house and rewatched uh, Infinity War, all the you know both back to back. My God, that was a that was the first time I rewatched uh, after or Endgame, Jesus Christ, since we saw it in the theater, Dave. And mm. man, I it was like oh, I love rewatching the MCU films. I didn't, I guess, I didn't realize until recently how much I love rewatching them. Um, yeah. But they, what makes it amazing is this end cap story that is now instantly rewatchable. It's so uh, iconic. It's so just the perfect bow on the end of the series. And I just got so upset about how terrible rise of Skywalker was. I uh, just want to throw <laughs> that out there. I don't um, do that. Like just now or like during the watching. Yeah, you'll it's you'll so not enjoy bad. the movie as much. It's so bad. Um, I get it. it no, sucks. you're right. I know. I tr I try not to. It didn't actually hit me while watching the film because the film was so Afterwards. damn good. Yeah. Um yeah, it was afterward. I was like, man, this is what I wanted to feel, you know, with this other thing anyway. But I it, man, what a great what a great flick. I hear what I mean a, a lot of people yeah. kind of complain about it cuz they're like, "Oh, it's all fan service." It's like, "Fuck yeah, it is. I spent 20 movies or yeah, 20 fucking yeah. films getting to this point." Yeah, I yeah, was invested. Fucking fan service the shit out of me. I don't give a shit. <laughs> fan service with fantastic yeah. writing and yeah. shit that made sense. I mean, it was all it just all made sense. It all clicked, but uh I wonder if that movie ever made any money didn't. though. <laughs> no. Oh god. If it was just for fan How service. How much did Marvel you know? <laughs> luck out by not having to release it in 2020? It was like one year before this Jeez. whole everything got oh, shut down. Yeah. Could you imagine right. if we had watched Infinity War in 2019? 
<laughs> and then in twenty, uh, and then everything got shut down, and we had to wait like a year and a half, two right. years for Endgame. Oh my god! I oh my god! I'd have been sad. You're getting dark. You're getting DC dark. Now. <laughs> I don't want to live in that right. timeline. Um, We're good. Right. But speaking of Marvel movies and awful movies, the trailer for Venom was released. I did watch it. I definitely watched it once and didn't think about it for the rest of the day. Uh, Yeah, I mean, I I know it's just going to be horrible, but I was talking to my buddy Corey and he was telling me... We, I mean, I grew up with them. We were like comic nerds, like 90s comic nerds. We grew up on Venom and Spider-Man. And he... So this is your fault. Yeah, pretty much. No, um... He described Venom's voice as an angry South African dandy, and now I can't get that yeah. image out of my head. <laughs> so, so I just want everyone to know, because it was one of the best descriptions I've ever heard. Uh, uh, what, yeah, uh, what is that, man? I mean, so you guys don't like... Did you like the Venom movie? No. It was watchable. It That's about as much as I'll give it. Wasn't, it wasn't... Yeah. And it's a Marvel. It wasn't bad. It's a Marvel it film. Yeah. So why mm-hmm. does it suck so bad? It's a Sony. It's a film. Sony Marvel film, though. Yeah, but it, weren't the Spider-Man films Sony? Oh, those were the shitty ones, right? Well, the the first, you know, yeah. two trilogies or trilogy and a okay. half. Um, okay. They started working with Marvel during the last two, though. Okay. And now and those are great. Mm-hmm. Those are great films. Um, yeah. Yeah. So, would you have preferred Venom to be released in the Disney verse? Uh, I would prefer Venom to be released in the Spider-Man universe. Uh, I don't know. That just seems like a wild, you know, guess, but. Uh, I, I don't know. There's. I'd prefer something. it to be rated R. Yeah, that too. <laughs> um, yeah, not everything's gonna hit like the Deadpool movie. I mean, it, you have to do fan service for that. I mean, it, it's it's a, a fan favorite character, so you have to do fan service. Um, I get that they're trying to make it more comedic between Eddie and Venom, but I don't know, man. It just doesn't seem like how are you gonna have a movie with a deranged serial killer that kills people? And be like rated PG thirteen. That is weird. I uh, Car- Carnage uh, Eddie Brock needs to be yeah. fucking crazy. And Woody Harrelson's playing him. He needs to be super super crazy. Yeah, yeah. We I did mean, get a shot of Shriek. Wait, though. really? So did I miss that? that? Yeah. Oh, I must have missed. Yeah, it. she's in the, the yeah, she's in the cage like her? screaming. Oh, I gotta check it out again. I watched yeah. it. She's shrieking. I, I honestly watched it on <laughs> the pot. Dude. Doppelganger shows I, uh, up. Oh, I wish. <laughs> I, so is it is Venom? Worse than Michael Jai White's Spawn? No, no. Okay. Uh, yeah, okay. no. Only because no. Spawn was redeemed by an animated series. I, I don't know. We'll see what happens when they redo Spawn. I know McFarlane wants to get some money on that. Oh, I so. would love it, man. Uh, Jamie Fox is attached. Okay. Yeah, I can see it. So we'll see. I, I hope they redo you know, Spawn. Electro himself. You know, um, that's that's something I am looking forward to. Uh, so what have you guys been watching? I I got a few things on my list that I want to discuss, but what have uh, you guys been up to? I haven't really been watching stuff, but as I talked about on the last episode that uh Resident Evil Village came out. And yeah. oh my god, such a great game. The vampires. Dave, you're stealing my thunder. I Whatever, beat the game dude. before you. <laughs> I savored Ugh. it more. I savored Whatever, dude. You slow poke. You didn't even like it as much as I did. <laughs> what are you talking about? <laughs> you don't even like my big woman as much as, as like anyone else. That's only because I hit the second part of the game and forgot about the big <laughs> yes. woman. Oh my God. So um, the game is great. Um, you know, majority of Resident Evil's, I mean, the last one was like, it was more... It was the first person. They went to first person, more horror based. You're like in a, a house and it's like very supernatural, but there's also like psycho killers that are possessed trying to kill you. 
Um, this one revolves around more the other horror tropes. There's werewolves. There's vampires. Yeah, there's, yeah. That looks sweet. There's a fish monster. Um, you know, does the fish monster have legs? Does it? Does it have legs? Like it just? Yeah, it, it kind of goes around like a mid mud guppy sometimes. Yeah, uh, yeah. It depends. I'm, I'm yeah. imagining like a bass <laughs> with like two arms and human legs, yeah. uh, just <laughs> running around. But. You know, I was starting off playing this game. The, the first <laughs> section, you're being hunted by, um, you know, vampires in a castle. Um, and like with D- uh, Dimitrisk, the uh, giant woman vampire, is is huge. She's like eight feet tall. Is that what they... they uh, She's nine uses? feet tall. What? Yeah. Nine, yeah, yeah. And she yeah. has oh like razor blued hands. What? Um, <laughs> I was telling Dave, um, the last two Resident Evils, the remakes... They had a uh, follow. She follows you through the castle once you like kind of unlock that. Yeah. Um. But they really they, this, these are all based on the RE engine. So what they did is mm. they just took the Nemesis and Mister X code and put a woman on top of it. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. like, which is really you smart, guys are though. smart. Yeah. Yeah. It's yeah. great. That's that's terrific. When is when is Capcom going to fix their human faces? I, I, you know, the faces weren't bad in this. The thing okay. I did, was upset about no. was the hair. Oh, the hair was the thing that really bothered. That, and it's a hard like, thing to do in games. It looks like fucking Tekken, dude. The original Tekken. They need to upgrade their faces. Uh, it, it's the hair. The hair okay. is what does it. And I'm like, uh, you watch the. I was gonna say the faces on the last two uh, remakes. Maybe it's the hair. Yeah, yeah, I'll have to double check. I'll go check my sources. Yeah, it's totally hair because if you watch uh, or the like the Final Fantasy remake, like that game, the hair looked phenomenal. Um, okay, I don't know what they did other than spend like. 20 years oh. making it um <laughs> the hair looked great in 15 they used the same basically the same stuff in, that they used for 15 for yeah. uh that final fantasy 7 remake mm. yeah Campcom needs to call the hair club for men from square enix and get that size spurling yeah so so uh so i'm playing the first you know the the first like kind of main story arc of this game um and i'm I'm thinking to myself, this isn't really as scary as the last one, but it's a, still a cool game. Yeah. Uh, however, the second story arc kicks in, and holy shit. Oh. Chris. Like, I was house sitting for my friend Noah. I was watching his cat. I was alone in a dark building at like midnight, you know, in a house playing this game with like a full surround sound system. Yeah. Um, the I don't want to give it away because I know you want to play the game, and I know a lot of people listening probably haven't played the game yet. But yeah. um, I needed a moment after this. Um, <laughs> like there was literally, uh-huh. I, I I can't describe what because I don't want to ruin it because it was first of all they take away all your weapons and you're just alone in this house and they're okay. you're it's 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 fucked chris like i literally was like Holy <laughs> yeah you can't shit. say anything either i can't i really can't I, uh, because it ruins things the sound oh, I can't design wait, dude. The, the lighting's so good oh dude it's so i can't fucked. wait i was gonna say i pl- i've beaten it i think four or five times now because after you beat it the first time you get yeah like, cool shit yeah it makes it easier to kind of go through it uh so far i've played that game or i've beaten it five times and each time i play that second part i still have a knot in my stomach oh my god this sounds it, okay. I gotta, I yeah, gotta get on this. Yeah, it, it was something I was yeah. not expecting, and I was like, "This is totally fucked up." <laughs> like it, it was, yeah. it was crazy. And that's all I want to say about it. Um, 
okay. the game, it, yeah. you know, it played out. It, it I thought it was going to end at points, and then it kept going, um, which was good. It, um, and the ending was pretty satisfying. They kind of close this arc. They open up a new arc, which is really cool. Um, Spyro the yeah. dragon comes through yeah. I gotta, as a mutation. Yeah. The character designs in this game were really awesome. Um, level designs were really sweet. Uh, it, it was just a great game. I, I'm not going to lie. The, the entire environments, the, you know, the, the, the moments where it's all dark and you're using a flashlight and the flashlight barely lights anything. It's crazy. Yeah. So, um, it gets my approval and I'm so glad, how does it, glad I played it. How does it stack up against the recent other resident evils? Cause I, from what I know as, you mm. know, a layman and an everyday Joe, yeah. um, you know, I only hear from other people that they're they've been okay, they've been all right. Yeah, it's okay. What? How does it stack up against the recent releases? Well, I mean, well, six was awful. <laughs> that, yeah, okay. six was the most awful. Five wasn't great. Yeah, five was like trying to capitalize on the Resident Evil Four, you know, hype or success. But yeah. I mean, it was all right, but it, it was okay. definitely not Resident Evil Four. Uh, six was awful. That stupid logo. <laughs> And then uh, what was six? yeah? Then you had seven, yeah. which was great. Yeah, seven was the one that went to the third person horror aspect. So that's why you know it. Resident Evil really got away from the horror aspect, and it became more of like, oh, there's zombies, mm-hmm. let's blow up their heads. Like it's there was no sense of danger or right. It, it just started getting more militarized, I guess you could say. Um, it was more mm-hmm. there was in no like supernatural or evilness to it. It was just kind of like a company is making yeah. these bioweapons and you got to blow them up and here's every gun on the planet. And then it's just like, there was nothing to be yeah, scared. Go punch about. a rock. Yeah. Solve this puzzle. Find 19 million keys. Just kick in the fucking door. Like it, like oh it started God. losing that sense of danger. So right. that's when I think uh, seven came out and brought back this horror element and it was third person. So it was different. Um, right. Just like when four came first out. person. Yeah. When four came out and it was like over the shoulder, third person shooter. That was really cool. That was kind of groundbreaking for resident evil. Cause you could like actually aim for a headshot. So that was like a cool. Th- mm. And then they just reinvented with resident evil seven. And then and between then and now they had the two remakes of uh, resident evil two and three. Yes, which are, are really which are, good. So I thought were great, man. All right, there was this bo- there was this bogus ass fucking uh, Resident Evil game I played back in the day that was like first person shooter, but they it bought like a weird shotgun. Oh, yeah. You know what yeah, I'm talking they about? Had some, they, they were just milking it for what it was. Yeah, yeah it was like a yeah. throwaway game. It was you know whatever, but they had yeah, this they had plastic shotgun controller. Yeah, it was bad. Oh, it, was, it was so bad. But this this game's awesome. <laughs> so I suggest bad. you play it. All right, in the well, dark. I'll, well, he told me it's sixty. But my my dude, my dude told me he's he said it's sixty bucks, and I was like, for a ten hour game, you know. I, I mean, once again, I'm yeah. Mr. Joe Public over here. Is it is it worth the sixty? I mean, if you're a fan of it, it is. Not a lot of Resident Evil games go okay that long. All right. Here, here's what I'm saying. You haven't played the one prior to it, so I'd play the one. See, I, I mean, prior yeah, that's to the thing. I don't know. See if you I, like that. I, I you mean, have fun. You enjoy it. Then get the other one. You know, and it could be on sale by then. You know, right? Memorial right. Day's coming up. Big Resident Evil sale, right? <laughs> that is <laughs> that is true. Uh, all right. Well, cool, man. I'm into that, Derek. Uh, anything on your radar? What you begin uh, into Resident, Resident Evil? Evil. Um, I've watched some uh, documentaries lately. I watched Crime of the Century on HBO, which is about the uh, opioid epidemic. And yeah, how was mm, that? It's okay. Um, 
Okay. There's a documentary on Netflix called The Pharmacist that kind of deals with the same thing. I think that does it does it a lot better oh, yeah. and it's from an actual person's perspective instead of um this one was done I forget who I think I I think it was Gibney. Um he did a documentary uh, called The Inventor about uh Elizabeth Holmes which was I thought that was great. This Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. This yeah. seems to go on pretty long and there's there's no like one through line. There's just kind of like f- stories that they find and they kind of bridge them together somehow. I don't think it's bridged quite quite right, but it was an okay watch. And then uh, Jess wanted to watch something fucked up, so I showed her the West Memphis 3 documentary. Yes! Um, yes. Paradise Lost Thank you. on uh, yep. HBO, which is yep. kind of nuts, because uh, the first one comes out in 96. Yep. And we're watching it. I'm like, oh my God, documentaries have gotten so much better since the 90s. <laughs> that was the OG. That was the OG of OG documentaries, though, man. I think that yeah, really set was, the tone was good. for how things um, went. It was raw. It was like super raw, though. Like, yep. You could tell that they had never done a documentary before, and it's the 90s. So the technology is kind of trying to catch yeah. up. Recently, uh, things I've been listening to is really just one. Uh, I warned you guys about this earlier. Um, mm. Conrad Thompson, uh, he's he's does uh, like uh, wrestling podcasts with like uh, Eric Bischoff, um, okay. Bruce Pritchard, Jr. Um, two weeks or no, it was about a month ago. He started doing one with uh, Double J, Jeff Jarrett, J A Double R E Double T. Sorry, that's right. Good, good gone. <laughs> it might be the best wrestling podcast I've ever heard. Really. And okay. Oh, wow. You know how you listen to wrestling podcasts and it seems like they're just trying to fucking work you? Yeah. Be like, you know, you're talking you're talking yeah. to a magician and they're just like, okay, look over here. Um it it <laughs> seems real. Um the last episode he was talking they were talking about um his time with Owen Hart. Okay. Okay. Um and he was like his best friend. So um Damn. it was uh it's rather it's rather emotional by the end of that third episode. Um but the first episode goes over uh, his like the day he uh, he ended with WWE, which was at Cleveland, by the way, really? at the Gundarina. Uh, yep, yep. Mm. So that's that's a fun fun little uh, thing trivia. And then they the second episode was on uh, the last Nitro, where he nice. got basically fired on live TV mm-hmm. by uh, Vince uh, McMahon. No, it's mm. it's really good. He's he seems really genuine about it. It's it's a really good listen because he he'd been in wrestling since the mid eighties, so he. Um, yeah. Hall of Famer, well, he, he has those a lot, Goldilocks. There's a lot to say. He's a he's also like a promoter too. So okay. yeah, you have that going for you. Uh, no, it's really good. I was a uh, surprised. I saw some buzz on it, and I was like, okay, it's just Jeff Jarrett, right? Uh, mm. <laughs> like you guys, yeah. Listen, yeah, like everyone else in the planet. I was just like, oh wow, this is this is fantastic. Except for the Conrad Thompson commercials, which go throughout it, and you just get some blue chew in you. Probably better so, than Conrad. You know, blue chew. If you want to, uh, if if you want to subscribe to us, I'll take some of that blue chew <laughs> with the blue Pepsi. That's what you need to oh, get. Oh, a little blue bit chew, of that blue, blue Pepsi. Pepsi juice. There we go. I'm into that. <laughs> but uh, what have you been doing, Chris? Well, speaking of wrestling, like why? New Jack. Oh, New Jack. Okay, all right. All right. New Jack. R.I.P. <laughs> That's my dude. You should have played Natural Born Killers, dude. I know. I should have pulled it up. Uh, fuck, man. New Jack passed. He's up in. He's, 
He went to the afterlife whooping that kid's ass that he beat the shit out of. Him. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Mass transit. <laughs> Dude, can you yeah. imagine the, the brutal fights Groden and New Jack are getting into in heaven right now? <laughs> They're the new gangsters. <laughs> Bro, dog, New Jack. New, new Jack was a big Clifford fan. He was. He's. <laughs> Groden had his. He's going to have his final revenge. Uh, now in the afterlife so i figured since new jack was a bounty hunter yeah he, uh, he's probably a big fan of midnight run as well <laughs> <laughs> oh my god um well beyond new jack uh i have watched the sean michaels biography on a and e much anticipated he was my favorite wrestler in that era of wwf it was you know the Warrior, it was Undertaker, Hogan, Yokozuna, Bullshit Luger, um, and, of course, <laughs> Brett the Hitman Hart, which everyone... Sacrilege. No, nah, man, Luger was a punk bitch, always, ugly as hell. Sacrilege. He sucked. He was such a bad wrestler. Sacrilege. He was so bad. He looked like Mike Richard Dean Anderson. Oh, he did so bad. <laughs> Dude, okay, Luger sucked so bad, he had to have a fucking metal plate in his arm to be like, that's his gimmick, dude. Like, you're not a even good enough wrestler you gotta smack people with the fucking plate dude get out of here so he was not my favorite uh and then of course you had brett the hitman Hart, which i honestly was never a fan of brett hart never i never cared um i even watch videos of him talking i'm like why did anyone even like this dude he's such a a turd took himself so fucking seriously (laughs) so serious It was crazy so you have you know in that era we were talking trading world championships it was Hart and Michaels, which put on phenomenal matches. I mean, one thing about Bret Hart, he's fucking oh, yeah. killer wrestler. Um, but Michaels was my guy. He was my dude growing up. I love that he was a cocky asshole. Um, you know, and then he obviously, we know, we know on this show, know his story. But the biography was really something extra, man. I It really dove into his pre-rockers and rockers stage with Janetti in, in depth. Yeah. I mean, they, they covered most of the biography in that era, which I had not known much about. Uh, and I, without any spoilers in case you guys watch it, cause I encourage you, um, man, you really learn even more about Shawn Michaels and just, I mean, he was something different, man. Really? He, uh, I can't even describe it. It's, it's, he's kind of like an enigma. Um, we're lucky he didn't die. In his heyday, showstopper. Yeah, but man, he was just—he was such an incredible wrestler. I think and a lot uh, of celebrities in the '90s are lucky they didn't die. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. <laughs> That's true. Uh, but I have yet to watch the Booker T biography, and uh, I don't—you know—I'll get around to that one. Yeah. They are just releasing these every week, and mm. they're so well done. So well done. It's not like cheesy WWE bullshit it's an a&e biography yeah so you were right about those a&e commercials though dude holy cow oh oh dude so unbelievable it's It's like five minutes every five minutes dude (laughs) it's like breaks before the breaks yeah if you like hop in in the middle of an episode they'll have a break and then give you like 30 (laughs) seconds and they'll be like oh it's another break right dude it was bad so anyway, it got, I definitely recommend it. So you guys should definitely watch that. And then I'm going to bring it up again. I'm going to bring up Pose on FX. Now, what's crazy is, A, I fucking just love this show. And I've mm. talked about what it is. It's 
covering the AIDS epidemic through the transgender ballroom community of New York in the 1990s. It's ultra specific, but it deals with some Doesn't heavy... Have Billy Porter in it? That's where I'm going, is that, okay. yes, Billy yeah. Porter... Okay. all right, I'll let you get there then. Yeah, he... Uh, so Billy Porter plays one of the lead characters on Pose by the name of Pray Tell. Great name uh, for his character. If you watch the show, it's just like, fuck, genius. Uh, but Billy Porter has betrayed a character who has discovered that he has AIDS in the early nineties, late eighties, early nineties, which at the time uh, was just absolutely terrifying. They didn't have any type of medicines or any type of proper uh, care. So over the course of this series, you see Praytel's friends die from AIDS and he attends all these funerals and he's in the hospitals and you see all these gaunt, you know, dying people and uh, Praytel develops AIDS and you, you, you follow this character now going on a season of a half season and a half of this person discovering, you know, what this is like and living through it. And he's actually now dying in the show. So Billy Porter this week came out and has an exclusive with the Hollywood reporter that he himself, in fact, has HIV He's HIV positive. So it, if you watch the show pose, you watch Billy Porter's acting through these scenes. It's all fucking believable. Right, like for the that's why I love the show. The acting is just fucking world class, and Billy Porter has just been incredible. It all makes sense because he's grieving through his own uh, diagnosis and and being able to act through. It's a very unique circumstance. Mm. Um, but but if you're not familiar with Billy Porter, you should be. Um, you know, he started becoming slowly a household name by doing like award shows and stuff. But he's so incredibly talented. Um. As an actor, singer. He always has great costumes oh, when he shows best. up to events, too. Yeah. The best. <laughs> and that's part of this ballroom culture, which I'm now fucking absolutely enamored with, is that those costumes and, and the and the outfits that Billy Porter would wear in these mainstream events, ballroom culture has been around since the 70s. Um, and that's where you see a lot of these magnificent outfits and things from. So that's where he gets a style. And speaking of ballroom, there's this show on HBO called Legendary, mm. and it's only been around for two years. Season two is happening right now, and it is a ballroom competition show. Now, all right, guys, listen. I know this is something you probably just would not put on just scrolling through whatever is available, but I think, and I might be totally wrong. I might be shit wrong and have you to eat some are. chili dogs myself. Um <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know what? I was gonna I was gonna ask if you guys would watch a couple episodes of Legendary and report back. This shit is so intense. It is like nothing you've ever seen before. If you like competition and things like that, this is like real deal shit. And what it is, it's these houses of people that are competing against each other in these like runway and dance competitions, right? Sounds weird, but it's costuming, it's music, it's choreography. The shit is intense. They all hate each other and mm. they talk shit to each other. Dude, it's crazy. There's this, there's this judge who's like nasty as fuck. His name is dread. His name is, dread? His name is law. <laughs> dude. Hang on. His name is law. Is he the law? Law Roach. His name is law Roach. <laughs> Dude, he's a celebrity stylist, and he is a motherfucker, dude. He is a no-bullshit, hilarious guy. I hated him first season. 
I was like, man, this guy fucking crushes people's dreams like like hard. Law Roach. And like, <laughs> Law Roach. And now this season, I'm like, this is my favorite dude on planet Earth. I want to hang out with Law Roach because he's so fucking brutal. And he's funny, man. It's really good. So Legendary on HBO is a ballroom competition show. I would, If you guys have a couple minutes, check mm. it out. I promise you, you've never seen anything like it before. And I am totally hooked now. I'm hooked. I think it's the coolest shit ever, man. Um, it's intense. At the end of the episode, do they read from the Book of Saw? <laughs> Stop. <laughs> then, the then, Book of then Law. Then I might watch it. The okay, Book of Law. Okay. okay. Well, um, we are making spicy chicken sandwiches at home at the Bettany House tonight. So oh. uh, very much looking Thanks forward to that. Thanks for the invite, that. Dick. Uh, yeah. Hey, come sure. on over. I'm only like an hour away, so come on. <laughs> yeah, that Enjoy your ring sting. Yeah. <laughs> um, I hope you're making McDonald's chicken sandwiches. <laughs> so, yeah. so what's on everyone's docket for the next episode, which might be maybe our last episode? Maybe. Shit, I don't know. So, uh, I, I mean, <laughs> I do know that Modoc comes out tomorrow. Oh yeah, there's yeah, a lot, Scott, lot of commercials. I got to that. say something about that. I was gonna bring it up. Damn it, Dave, you oh. beat me to it. <laughs> I'm just, I'm just faster, better. I get it. <laughs> I'm, cool. I, I, I will watch that show. I will watch that show. Like I'm fully vaccinated on Saturday. Like, do do we schedule an in person? You know, <laughs> I think we, I think it's close this to time. Saturday. I'm busy. No, no, no. <laughs> oh, I, I'm saying we, you know, take like you know Memorial Day weekend off, and then we go see Chris's new house. You know, me and Derek yeah. will pile in. We'll throw in some hot dogs in the car, and you know, I can bring all this gasoline I've been saving up in these plastic bags. <laughs> oh, bring them over to Chris's house. <laughs> we can throw uh, them in my fire pit. We're good. Yeah, I would like we'll that. Do that a, would be cool. We'll do a hot dog review. You know, maybe an in memoriam. We'll we'll talk about it off air. You know. <gasps> We'll do, we'll do. Yeah. I can't give it away yet. The fans, the fans need to need to get that taste. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It'll, it'll happen. I mean, we just you know enjoy the holiday weekends, and you know we'll have plenty yeah. of stuff to I, talk about. I'm stoked. I'm stoked. I mean, I listen. I'm I'm going to be doing a few things. Uh, I am actually. This is something I've been. I'm mean, very excited to tell both of you is that I am actually writing Pregnant. my first comic. Oh. No, I am actually <laughs> writing my first comic. Um, it just, I it, it's a concept that I hope to uh, to introduce here at some point. I got to find someone that wants to illustrate, uh, you know, a little couple of sketch panels. But it's a pretty cool thing. I uh, I'm gonna be working on that, and then I'm gonna be dropping some nuggets on our next show about two new podcasts that I want no. to uh, I want to talk about. Yeah. Two new things I'm going to be doing over on my neck of the woods. Uh, very excited about. Which both of you of course will be gladly invited on and mm. uh, but you know no one is listening um <laughs> you know I'm going to be adding no there's some things I you know there's some weird shit of course there's some weird shit some subtopic yeah, stuff. Yeah, there's always weird shit yeah, Chris. Yeah. So we're going <laughs> to This is like the weird shit cornucopia. <laughs> So I'm gonna branch out a little bit, and uh, of course okay. you guys are gonna be invited. Uh, the corn look like a bugle. I just want to eat it. Oh, little bugles! Yeah. Uh, but I mean, you know, <laughs> I the, the, your wrestling name, little bugles, little bug- kid bugles, kid bugles. <laughs> kid bugles. Uh, but no, listen, I uh, I'm gonna be mourning Charles Grodin for at least the next two weeks, and, and I'll uh, be evening Charles Grodin, <laughs> <laughs> and I'll be uh, watching no. Beethoven and Beethoven second. For at least the marathon that's currently on TNT yes, Network, yes. 
but no, I can't wait to get together and eat some dogs. And I hope that everyone listening also enjoys some dogs. Have a safe holiday uh, season wherever you're at because in America, you need all the luck you can get. Uh, but speaking of lucky folks and podcasts with the nuts, that's the worst segue I've ever done. Yeah, uh, you yeah, can dude, follow dude. us. <laughs> I'm drifting now. I'm drifting. I'm yeah, thinking, you've been drifting. You're driving at four flat tires right now. You're just yeah, like, I don't know where this car is going to get me, but I'm getting there slowly. <laughs> Your yeah, rims dude. are all bent. It is. It is. I can't wait to eat the chi- I smell the chicken sandwich, right? I smell it, and I'm ready to go eat. Um, but no, you can follow us at Noil Podcast on Instagram, Twitter, and uh, you can follow me. I did make a couple posts at Finest Editions on Instagram. So uh, my collection is for sale, gentlemen. Uh, about 90% of that collection is for sale for the right What, your Star right Wars purchasing. collection? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. For the right wow. price. Uh, so you, you'll Rise get more Skywalker details. Skywalker suck that much, huh? Yeah. You'll get more details. At Finest Editions, I'll be dropping a video soon explaining the sale. Where can they find you guys? Uh, you can find me, Ohio's next millionaire, uh, thanks to the Vaximillion. <laughs> bullshit. Yeah. You know it's bullshit. <laughs> I can't it's wait. Such bullshit. Can't wait. Such bullshit. <laughs> so uh, you can find me at Twitter at David underscore V underscore Roth. And uh, yeah, I'll be on there posting dumb shit. Hell yeah. Yeah, I'm uh, at Drake Dangerous One, and I'll be posting also dumb shit. But dumb shit without any context. <laughs> dumb yes, shit. Yes. That's what the we like. Dumb shit that's not the dumb not as dumb as Dave's shit. And that's what we like, baby. So alright, folks. Have, buckle up, hold on to your butts, and enjoy the ride. Good luck, America. You're gonna need it. Bye. Later. See ya. <laughs>